Good morning. It is February 29th, your special extra bonus day before the bills come due, or really just your payback for all the quarter days they cheated you out of the last three years. Either way, it's a bright, cold, and windy morning in New York City, and this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Once again, there is a lot of news. So many new and important things happen that Ukraine is not on the front page. And Gaza is represented by a feature story below the fold, as the lead news column is occupied by McConnell tells Senate it's time he stepped aside. Mitch McConnell announced he will stop leading the Republicans in the Senate after the election, as his long career of totally amoral, cynical partisanship gives way to a new era in the Republican Party of who knows what. Was this the most important news story of the day? At first I thought not. But on the opposite side of the page is the other contender, Supreme Court agrees to hear immunity case with the unusually frank subhead, decision helps Trump by delaying a trial. That would be bigger, more immediately consequential news. After wasting time considering whether to hear the case, the Supreme Court scheduled arguments for late April, guaranteeing that even if they don't rule that the president can commit any criminal activity he wants in the course of office, Trump's federal trials will be delayed until deep in election season, if not later. It's pretty much the most consequential act of interference that the Supreme Court could do on Trump's behalf, while still pretending to be anything other than a partisan Republican body. Which brings it back to Mitch McConnell, because every piece of this particular disaster is McConnell's work. The Supreme Court is a Republican partisan body because McConnell made it so, using his control over the Senate in baldly hypocritical fashion to reserve not one but two seats on the court as Republican election spoils in defiance of the Constitution and the preference of a majority of American voters. And McConnell's carefully crafted Republican Supreme Court majority would not even be in a position to do this favor for the Republican frontrunner Donald Trump if the Senate had convicted Trump in his impeachment trial over the January 6th attack. His acquittal was the work of Mitch McConnell, who, despite clearly acknowledging that Trump had instigated an insurrection against the government, declared that procedurally it would not be appropriate to convict him after he'd left office, and that instead, whatever accountability he faced should be criminal accountability. Now, with Trump not disqualified under impeachment, he's running again, and McConnell's court just made sure that he won't face any criminal accountability until he's on the brink of being able to seize control of the prosecution, shut it down, and, if necessary, pardon himself. All this is a bleak but funny follow-up to the Times coverage earlier in the week of negotiations between McConnell's people and Trump's people about whether and when McConnell might become the final major Republican leader to endorse Trump. Among the signs that the negotiations were underway, the Times reported, was that Trump had stopped insulting McConnell's wife and his own former transportation secretary, Elaine Chao, in his usual floridly racist terms. It's the perfect legacy for Mitch McConnell, an ugly partisan win that makes the world worse for everyone, including even himself. In more of McConnell's legacy, page A16 is full of stories about Republican struggles with the fact that the McConnell court's maximalist right-wing position on abortion has set off a chain reaction of far-right judicial and legislative activism that threatens to ban fertility treatment. So Alabama, whose Supreme Court just ruled that a frozen embryo is a full human being, is scrambling to pass legislation that would somehow arrange for the surplus full-fledged human beings created and disposed of in in vitro fertilization do not actually enjoy the full set of rights that the Alabama Supreme Court just gave them. In the U.S. Senate, Republican Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi 
blocked a democratic bill that would have protected IVF, even as its party insisted that its crusade to make embryos into persons would not by definition lead to IVF bans, and Florida paused its own fetal personhood bill to belatedly consider the obvious contradictions between it and standard fertility treatment practices. On page A15, there may be a temporary measure to delay the partial government shutdown, allowing the fundamentally unsolved and probably unsolvable crisis to subside for a week before it returns. In a story below that, House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries made vague noises along the lines of an offer of a deal where in exchange for the government not shutting down, House Democrats could vote to prolong the speakership of far-right fanatic Mike Johnson on the grounds that at least he's able to get a half-assed deal done. That is the news. Thank you for listening. Apologies for the person power-sawing wood loudly in the background. Not really sure what they're working on, but they've been doing it for months and months. Maybe it's like a meditative thing where they just have to tear up a bunch of plywood to get focused for the day. Anyway, please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And if all goes well, we will talk again tomorrow. Hey, it's your pal Joe McLeod. Please listen to Maria Bustios and Tom Skoka and me talking about a new podcast from Flaming Hydra. Thank you. Flaming Hydra. What are we calling the Flaming Hydra podcast? We have all these people. I would like as many of them to like show up and say something as possible. Like, Tom, do you have other ideas about like what would be the most fun of how to make it? Going around makes the most sense. It also gives you the opportunity to include the word roundtable, the Flaming Hydra roundtable podcast. Flaming Hydra roundtable. I like it too. Flaming Hydra roundtable podcast. Round podcast table. It was like, eh, podcast, you know, but then everybody's like super into it. Then why Why not? not? The Flaming Hydra roundtable.